Stuff like that is, is kind of funny, but I mean, what are you going to do? Yeah, it's good. All right, you want to knock this out so you can go play with your friends? Sure. Yeah, right. we're, we were planning on doing it at 8. 7 of your time? Yep. All right, we'll wrap this up quick. Um, I mean, 8, 8, 15, it's not. All right. Well, everybody, welcome back to the Woodscast. Uh, I am Justin from Chicago Land. With me, per the usual, is my younger, freshly goateed brother. What's going on, Shay? Over there in uh, Colorado. I appreciate adding that over there in Colorado while I finished my sip of beer. That's good. Yeah, uh, I, 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 had, I had to vamp there for a little bit, fill the time. Yeah, I had to fucking get, get off the cuff there. <laughs> Break away from our rigid script, dude. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. You know, I'm chilling. I'm relaxing. I'm, uh, I've been, uh, what the fuck about what I watched uh, all eight episodes of um, Solar Opposites. Hmm. on hulu which is the that. new animated uh show from it's not the rick and morty guys but it's some guys that worked on rick and morty and it's actually not bad it's pretty I funny think I know what you're it's weird about, yeah. though because yeah. it's like rick and morty without rick and morty is this know? the one is this the one where like the yeah, ship's yeah, yeah, just yeah. on top of the house it's, it's kind of like american dad was to family guy all right yeah that makes yes. sense Yes, I, I haven't picked yes. that up. I'll have, to, I'll have to look at that. Yeah. I got right. You know, I got, I, I, it's eight episodes. They're twenty-two minutes each. It's just turn them out. Know. Yeah. Well, speaking of which, I have gotten fairly into uh, Neon Genesis Evangelia, and uh, I have to say I was hooked from like the first episode where they just throw a kid in this big giant robot and say, "Hey, go fight that thing. We don't know what it is, or mm-hmm. you don't know what it is." And the kid spazzes out, and like the robot passes out. Yeah. And then the robot wakes up on its own and opens its mouth and screams and then beats the absolute fuck out of some yep. something they call an angel. Well, I mean, I was, how many how many episodes are you into? Because it's only like twenty five or thirty. I think I'm, right? like, I'm like a thir- thirteen episodes in or something like that. Because okay, it's, I get yeah. it. Yeah, I'll I'll be interested. Yeah, I'll be interested to see what you think of the ending, especially the last half of the series. Because I mean, it's that show is just all about existential nonsense, and it's good, yeah. but well, I mean, like, it's not. I mean, the, this the, is not Gundam. Yeah, yeah. So the the whole point for anybody who hasn't seen it is there's these big, huge robots, and only kids that match up with them in somehow that they have not explained yet are allowed to pilot them. But there's an actual physical body inside this big armored mech, so you're not really sure what that is yet. So far, I know. I, I've read ahead on. Like, okay, you know, no, they got that. You go into that later. You'll yeah, yeah. I've read ahead a little bit. Actually, so. I think you're coming up on that now. Well, they just I, I'm to the point. I don't know what episode I'm in. I'll probably have a couple drinks later and watch a few of them. But um, I'm at the part where um, uh, they just they just put um, fucking Eva zero zero into action, yeah, like the, yeah. the prototype. But I don't know. What's all that shit like? Um, I always loved how like big and physical it all was. Like the sniper rifle they use has to have like like hey, we've got this giant railgun your your uh, Eva's gonna use, but it needs so much power. We're shutting down most of the electricity on on this in the city to power it. Yeah, and it's yeah. literally like a rifle with a tether that leads to the power grid. So yeah, like they can't yeah. 
They don't right, scale. Yeah. There's there's um, no there's no real magic like there's no magic science here like other than once yeah. you get past what whatever the hell the Avas are whatever whatever the whatever hell the Avas the big robots are everything else it's like all right so we'd like a rifle I have to make a rifle the size of a building and you have to carry it now you know it's like it's very yeah yeah it's very it's, um, it's good stuff uh I got it size season, appropriate not not. Yeah, not similar. Everything has weight to it. It's not yeah. like where like the Transformers and Gundams move around like they don't have weight to them because it's just, you know, that's just, it, look, well, it looks badass that way. Yeah. And like, you know, it wouldn't be as fun to have this big lumbering thing during these fights, you know. Um, but uh, it's uh, a lot of fun that way. I lost, I'm finishing up the first season of Attack on Titan now. I watched the first half of it and then dropped off and then didn't remember any of it. So now I've started it over again. And I'm yeah, I haven't watched that first yet. Season. I need to watch that. Oh, Attack on Titan's a lot of fun yeah um there's three seasons on hulu and they're dead right surprisingly violent oh no the, the uh, they have both yeah, yeah the couple i can't watch I were like just bloody as fuck yeah it's um they uh i watched it all the way through to like right toward the end once with subtitles and then an ex-girlfriend of mine wanted to watch it, so and she watches anime with subtitles. So we watched the first like ha- the first season again with subtitles. So I've seen it twice with subtitles. I tried watching it dubbed, and I just can't do it because I'm so used to the way it w- so- everybody sounded before that it just drives me off the wall. I can't handle it. But uh, uh, there's a lot that, that that's one of the ones. Some of the some of the I, I always have problems with the dubs because if you watch enough of those animes from Funimation, there's like 15 guys that do all the voices. Oh yeah, yeah. So well, a lot of characters start to sound the same. Um, not to just fall down a rabbit hole like we always do, but um, there was a cool movie. It actually it's got a cool premise in um, Netflix. Excuse me, called The Platform. Have you seen this mm-hmm. previewed? No, I, I know that I've seen the trailer, but I've not watched the movie. Right. So the premise is it's like it's like a prison, and there's several hundred there's several hundred um, uh, floors to it, and there's a large rectangular platform. Uh, that passes through a large rectangular hole in the center of each yeah. one. And so, like, every day they load up the, the platform with food at the top. And then, like... Did you watch it? I watched, like, 20 minutes of it because I thought it was an interesting premise. But the dubbing is so bad I couldn't I couldn't. Oh, watch it. Oh, I, I, yeah, it's a, yeah. See, that's the thing. It's like, I have... And I, I think, um, honestly, it was my love of uh, Godzilla movies that got me into it. But I've watched... I feel like it's something like with a lot of people. If you if you sp- if you watched a lot of stuff with subtitles when you were a little kid, it just comes like that, yeah. and you don't. It just you just oh, do yeah, it. Yeah. I don't even know. I don't even notice it most of the time. The only problem when I watch actually Evangelion, um, all the shit that the, the specs and stuff that yeah. it flashes on the screen, I, I had to pause it a lot and read it because there's like paragraphs full of text on screen. Um, but I, I don't know if you start. Yeah, some people just I can't get into. It. I, I never watch anything dubbed if I can help it. I always watch subtitles. And I forgot what is what who, where the fuck is that movie from? Where is it? Was, the, it was Italian. From? It's an Italian movie, if I'm not mistaken. Italian. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So like I thought the premise was cool. You know, like the top whatever. You know, you only got what food the floor above you didn't eat. The floors above you didn't yeah. eat. So you know, and then like once a month they randomize the floors and. Like one guy was there for murder, and the other guy was there because if he spent six months there, they would give him a, um, a a university degree. Like it was really like interesting premise, but then like watching it, it was like watching sock puppets talk because like their mouths were moving, and then the words were like really weird. Yeah, um, there's a show on Netflix that uh, it's German, I think, called Dark, oh. and uh, it is supposed oh, to be that. a very good like kind of kind of yeah, like like law uh, uh, in the sense of like Lost. It's like one of those like 
there's a lot of fan theory going on. You don't really know what's going on until like the second season's halfway through and that kind of stuff. But um, it's German, and I, I tried watching the first episode with the dub, and I, I couldn't do it. Like I just nope, nope. And I, I, I switched it over to the original German. But uh, that's weird though. That yeah, something because that was pretty high profile. The platform, I would have thought they got some good. Is it is it badly done or just is it bad? Because sometimes it syncs up perfectly, but the actors are terrible. And it, and it really uh, it's it was it, I was drunk and it was unnerving. Let me just put it that way. Like okay, like I like that the first sense. the first time I play like I played the trailer, I was like, man, this looks really interesting. And then I guess I was really drunk that night and I didn't notice it. And the next night I was like pretty drunk. I was like, man, this is annoying. Um, but anyway, this is a podcast, uh, not about dubbed movies, um, but it's actually a podcast where two dudes no. who were told we're brothers uh, like to get together, drink too much, and we shout into the void. That is the simulation you guys call life. Um, uh, Shay's had a couple beers. I've had a couple beers. We've got about 51 minutes to knock this out before Shay has to go play with other kids, and uh, we're going to do that. We have a lot of nonsense. Yeah, okay. We have a lot of nonsense to talk about. Um, A lot of it is just uh, mind-numbingly annoying to me, and I uh, I have to vent to somebody, so you fuckers are going to listen to it. So Shay's had a couple beers. I've had a couple beers. We are not sober. Um, it is the one hundred and I'm sorry, one thousand two hundred and seventh day of the Trump administration. It's been six hundred eighty five days since Donald Trump uh, took away North Korea's nuclear weapons, uh, and Kim Jong Un is not dead. I guess apparently they uh, propped his ass up and they did a little bit of weekend at Bernie's action in North Korea. Uh, if you believe that, I got a bridge to sell you. Um, uh, it's it's absolutely hilarious when they like try to talk about they're doing it now with China. They're like, hey, this authoritarian dictatorship that always lies to us just lied to us. Shocked. Like, shut up. Um, uh, 145 days since Donald Trump had been impeached. 95 days since Donald Trump had been acquitted. We are 176 days from the election. And Shay, we are currently in the 61st day of a global pandemic. Um, uh, are you still on a stay-at-home order? Uh, no, as of, uh, fuck, well, I think the 8th, so what is that, Friday at midnight, um, we have, it expired, and it is safer from home, which is, uh, I try to say, so wink, it's, wink, it's limited. Nudge, nudge, stay home. Yeah, pretty much, so, um, I, I, I think it was kind of, I think if, if, if the governor had his way, he would have just extended the stay-at-home order, but the, uh, the conservative, uh, side of the Colorado state, uh, government are a bunch of asshats. And, uh, you know, for instance, when they passed those magazine restrictions a couple of years ago, they had to recall elections in a bunch of areas because of it. Um, and, uh, uh, so it's just, it's those guys, I were really roasting his ass for his, uh, undemocratic stay at home order air quotes around that. And, uh, I, I imagine saying, all right, well, fine. It expired on the eighth and now it's safer at home. You should really stay at home. Stay home is his like way to appease things. Um, restaurants aren't are still only doing pickup. Um, most retail places are still closed. Bars are still closed. Uh, the main difference, I think, is like big open public spaces like dog parks and campgrounds are opening. Um, I think maybe though, like public bathrooms are staying closed. It's this weird, stupid, in between thing. And they're actually, you know, they're very seriously saying, like, if you have the ability to work from home, you do absolutely it. should do, do that. Yeah. Like, they don't want more than 50% of your staff in the office, but they say you should try to make it less. Um, it is a county ordinance in Boulder County. You have to have a mask on when you go out in the public. 
Um, but I don't think they're enforcing it on like the hiking and biking trails. But other than that, yeah, it's it's a weird in between thing. It bugs the hell out of me because, I mean, it's a place of privilege. And again, this you, you'll see this a lot in the following election. But I have the ability to work from home, so I don't give a shit. Tell everyone mm. to stay at home because it's better for everyone. But a lot of the people who can't do that are making a big stink about it, which I understand. But um, a bunch of restaurants did open up on Mother's Day, and I saw a bunch of pictures of like Yo. just shoulder to shoulder packed restaurants. No and mask. Like, that is fucking dumb. Yeah, no masks, uh, shoulder to shoulder, Nothing. just crammed. No, no gloves, no masks, just yeah. Fucking well, I, I mean, absolutely like, here, here in Illinois, you know, we are under a stay-at-home order until May thirtieth, and uh, J uh, D Pritzker, the governor, has taken a pretty easy, a pretty pretty hard stance, saying that like I am going to open up when the math says we should open up, and like our peak, our estimated peak is going to be right around May thirtieth. So if he extends it like two weeks, that wouldn't surprise me at all. But even after it's uh, lifted, um, the laboratory I work at, they aren't going to let us back in. And, like, they already said that when the stay-at-home order is over, they're going to you know, allow 10% people back, then 20 then 30 You know, we're going to slowly yeah. come back. I, I was told to basically expect to work from home more or less than definitely. Yeah. So um, it's going to be I, – I don't ex- – I mean, I expect – because we've set up the infrastructure – everyone's trained and used to it and it doesn't make any sense to bring us back for like two months and then send everyone home because there's another wave in a couple of months so i i i don't know i would not be surprised if i ended up uh working from home from now until through the end of the summer e- even if the, the the state and county guidelines have changed now that we've got all the infrastructure set up with our vpns and yeah. FTPs and abcds and you know, all that shit uh i and, you know why why make people change because i mean let's be real everyone knows they prefer to work from home so you know you you have these zoom calls where everyone's like well, so what are you looking forward to like, i'm looking forward to coming back into the office shut up nerd yeah yeah you know and then we got time for that the fuck you, off you do not <laughs> you know, you, I, I fucking you, liar you reminded the teacher we had homework on friday didn't you you yeah. were that kid shut up yeah. <laughs> fucking fucking little little bitch that did that no, yeah, it's it's um yeah, I, I'm planning on defending my thesis like in July and I have I am completely ready to do it through Zoom. Uh that's that's gonna happen. Yeah. Um but uh so okay, a couple things we wanna hit on before. Um polling's all over the place right now. Donald Trump took a took a he got a bump for being the president uh during a uh pandemic. Then he went on and said a bunch of dumb shit, so he's not getting that bump anymore. Um, now that we have a candidate, I've been paying attention to the battleground states. So you got Florida, Ohio, Michigan, Pennsylvania, Wisconsin. Biden is uh, between three and five. I'm sorry, between three and six and a half uh, above uh, Trump and all those. Um, so that's good. I mean, we still need to get a VP pick. I think nothing's going to be solid until then. I think the VP pick might go a long way uh, to figuring out what we really think about Biden and the sexual assault allegation. Um, I, I I've said it multiple times, and what's going to make or break him, I think, is his VP pick. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, Kamala Harris is like is right now right out in front because he liked the way that she uh, spanked him in the debates, like how she didn't back down. Yeah, from, that's you know, weird. I was like, that's cool. Like, whatever. Like she would she would break a uh, she would break old Pence in half uh, in a debate. That would be fun to watch. Yeah. But um, so I don't yeah. I don't particularly uh, think. I don't know. I think if you're going to try to court the progressive vote, that's not a good choice, personally. But that's just me. Um, yeah, well. I mean, I mean, yeah, that's not. I'm going to tell you something about progressive shade. They're going to bitch no matter what you do. 
That's true. And a lot of times they're still not going to show up to vote. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I have, <laughs> I have so many friends that the minute by uh, – after the, it was basically the same hour that um, Bernie Sanders dropped out of the presidential election and said, okay, I, I, there's, you know, there's no path for me to the nomination right now. Immediately sent me shit about how the DNC fucked him over. And, like, even fucking Jake tried to do that to us on the last podcast. He just kept bringing that up. Like, well, what about Bernie and the DNC? Like, fucking the DNC didn't tell everybody in fucking uh, Iowa not to go vote for him or whatever, you know? Yeah, well, uh, yeah, he had a solid stream of dumb shit to say, too. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking tell me, well, third-party candidate, you can't even remember his name. (laughs) That was fun. That was fun. (laughs) He must have been a great candidate, huh? (laughs) Yeah, that was awesome. But, yeah, so we got that going. Um, Love you, buddy. I, yeah. Little uh, little update on how fucked Alex Jones is. Um, so uh, Alex Jones just lost his lawyer for the Sandy Hook defamation case. So nice. for those of you, yeah. So for those of you who don't pay attention to Alex Jones as much as I do, he is currently being uh, sued by uh, six or seven uh, Sandy Hook family members for defamation and harassment because they said he sent people to their house. He said he did not. Um, I have seen the episodes where he goes. This is where this guy picks up his mail. You should go talk to him. Like, fuck. Um, uh, those trials are going to start in November. I'm sorry, jury selection for those trials is going to start in November. And Norm Pattis is, is uh, Alex Jones's defense attorney in those lawsuits, those defamation lawsuits. He just dumped Alex as a client, just dropped him like a, a bag of hot shit. Nice. Now, there's a lot of... You know, a lot of people are talking like, what does this mean? And a lot of the podcasts I listen to that focus on Alex Jones, like Knowledge Fight, Dan, I think, nailed this. And it's that, one, Norm Pattis hates the fuck out of Alex Jones. Like, Norm Pattis, he's just a dick to him whenever he comes on a show. He's like, you know, he talks over him, doesn't let him get his um, his points out. And then uh, Norm Pattis was sitting right beside um, Alex Jones. I don't know if, this, if you heard this, when Alex Jones got like shit-faced on his radio show. And said he put out a, a million dollar bounty on uh, the uh, parents that were suing him. Like he like he put out this. Million I remember dollar... reading about that. Yeah. But yeah, I remember watching it live, going, "What the fuck?" And like, it's, and Alex is like, "Fuck it, a million dollars to whoever can you know." And and his lawyer's like, uh, "Alex is just kidding. Um, that's not true. Uh, we're not doing that. Um, no." So Norman Pattis hates Alex's guts. He's, he's just a dick to him. But I think what uh, Norman Pattis has realized is that Alex is not going to be able to pay him uh, through this trial because Alex is losing money in, in um, every way, every which way but loose because he is, you know, he's already on the hook for one hundred fifty thousand dollars in fines and for court fees for this Sandy Hook trial. He owes his wife like seven hundred ninety thousand dollars, and um, Norman Pattis has probably realized he's going to lose. Like Alex Jones is going to lose this lawsuit, and not only is he going to lose it, but like Norm Pattis has run out of ways to like uh, to stall. Like there's no more motions he can file to stall, so he's now he's going to have to actually go in court. And he knows he doesn't have a good argument because Alex did this shit, and so he's like, well, I mean, if I'm going to get not get paid, I'm not going to lose and not get paid, so I'm just going to bolt. Uh, so yeah, so he left him. So now Alex has got to scramble for a new lawyer, and he's just fucked. And it's, it just makes me happy. I'm just very happy about that into that yep so so that's that's the Alex that, Jones. that makes me very happy oh yeah yeah uh and the other thing that alex has done recently that you and i've already talked about is he pushed that uh plandemic video very hard like he spent three or four days just playing it over and over and over again um, well now justin I, I i want you to know that i have been very proud of your descent into madness uh you know uh, some of you 
they've seen videos so like now 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 you've graduated to like posting videos on youtube yelling about other videos on youtube oh yeah 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 miracle. it's come full circle i am a doctor of truthology call is a wheel as they say mm-hmm. yeah but when, when that really when the that that um i think it was like a 20 26 minute clip of a longer i think pandemic is actually a longer uh quote-unquote um it's a, that's I feel like that's like the first part or whatever. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like a it's a you know it's a short that, that was the the short section of a longer, um, quote unquote you know, um, biography. Now what, what's the word I'm looking for there, Shay? Documentary, longer documentary on you know how we're good with words. I know, words we good. are words people. We have the best words. Um, so that clip just went just went fire on the right and the alt right um sides of it. And what Shay and I found was really funny is a lot of people shared that. And then when they were called morons for sharing it, they got really defensive. They're like, well, you don't have to believe what I, what I believe. You just have to just listen to all sides. And the one that really killed me is somebody said that like, Hey, you have an opinion and I have an opinion. And I think the truth is somewhere in the middle. I was like, I refuse. No, fuck that. Fuck that shit. The truth is not somewhere equally in the middle between reasoned knowledgeable experts and some dickhead on youtube that doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about like that's yeah, not the middle no, the middle no. no 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 that's i mean but that that's that's people yeah that's you know people do that to try to give you know validity to what they're saying and they, but then that ties back into like when they're like well what they really mean is I'm like oh, well then they should say what they mean yeah they're full of shit is what they mean they're selling ad space that's why they do it yeah because oh, you know that been... the, the the sharing of the millions and millions of shares is has made the guys in those that video shit tons of money because that's how YouTube works. That's why they break it up into multiple parts oh, yeah. and put it on YouTube so each individual part can be shared multiple times to make a bunch of money. If they really cared, it would be one documentary put up on like every. Uh, yeah, it's bull. It's got that, that video is obviously bullshit. Yeah, and and if I, um, maybe for the next podcast, I will edit in. I will I will clip some parts of um, one of the favorite things that I love about Knowledge Fight is. Alex Jones will take a breakneck turn for an ad pivot. Like he might be yeah. talking about how the transgenders are coming for your grandmothers because they want to have sex with your grandmother's um, ear holes. And it's just this really weird fantasy, you know, torture porn that's in his head. And he's like, but anyway, I got stored food. And it's just like, it's a, it's a fucking 90 degree turn. And you're like, well, oh, that was, that was rough. That was, that was not smooth there. So I could probably I could probably clip together about two minutes of just really bad ad breaks, but that's what they're doing. They're just trying to push push their, you know, heirloom seeds or water filtration systems, whatever you're selling. Yeah, yeah. Monetizing. All right, so fuck Alex Jones. That's always a fun thing. All right, so Shay, you know what I hate about that shit? What? I just I say this. People like that make it like people like if I I have a couple of water filters and various food stocks and stuff not like a crazy person does but I have them right. and like people like Alex Jones always hucking that shit makes you seem like a crazy person and I would love for like a level-headed charming funny person to start a survival brand that didn't make everyone look like an asshole like but even like all the survivalist magazines the subreddits the culture in general is just shitty for a lot a lot of it yeah, it it's, me off. no, it's shitty for a lot of reasons. And a lot of it is, um, a lot of it falls back on a lot of real Christian fundamentalism, you know, mm-hmm. uh, hellfire and brimstone type of, uh, readings of the Bible. Um, uh, even more of it, 
you know, if you take if you take it back a page, you know, if you if you peel back that layer, it's a lot of real shitty white nationalist, you know, jargon. Um, you know, anybody, anytime those 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 parts of the subreddit talk about birthright, just read birth white, and yeah, that's what they mean. Like what they want, Baker. what they want, yeah, what they want is they want a flash of nuclear fire to wipe away what they think is a shitty civilization, aka multiculturalism, yes. and then they want to ride it out with their food buckets and water filtration so that after it's okay, they can step in and then just, you know, airdrop in what they think society should be, which is, you know, white, straight, and Protestant, you know, basically. Yeah. You know, that, that's, a, that's where they're going with that. Um, Jim Baker is awesome because his buckets, you know, his Baker buckets, you know, you don't buy those, right, Shay? I, I have no idea how his, I know that the, the brand that he's selling is just something you can get literally anywhere. Exactly. You can buy that shit at Walmart, but you know how he doesn't pay. I, I have some, yeah. I have some fucking like, like potato stew from them. That's actually yeah. not that bad, yeah. but it's more a single serving. It's more salt than you should have in a day. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> everybody, everybody who has tried his shit is like, God, this is salty. Um, yeah. But, um, but no, like his baker buckets, which everybody in the prepper community calls them because they, you know, it's their sim. Um, he does not pay taxes on those because when you buy them from his website, you are not buying a product. What you're doing is you're making a gift to his church. And for, yeah. a, certain, a, for, for a certain gift range, you get buckets and stuff. So yeah. I heard uh, Robert Evans uh, um, behind the Bastards podcast had the best line. And I think it, it encompasses all these assets. And he basically said, together we have decided we're not going to stop this. And that's basically why like people like Jim Baker get away with doing shit like that. It's like he's not paying taxes on that because he's decided it's a gift, not, you know, you're not buying it. And the only reason he gets away with it is because we as a society have decided we're not going to stop it. But he was, yeah, um, exactly. He, he's super prepared for the end times, but he wasn't super prepared for that stroke he just had. So, you know, fuck him. <laughs> zing. <laughs> yeah, zing, you old fucker. Um, you old fucker. Rapist. Um, man, I had, yeah, man, that's, yeah, fuck it. Yeah, he sucks real bad. Yeah, he fuck sucks real bad. For anyone who doesn't Although know, those, he, those, he raped those a girl back in the cuts. 80s and didn't, didn't t- and acted like he just had consensual sex with her, so. Yep. Yeah, uh, for anyone uh, curious, look up, uh, there's a recut of, of Baker's Buckets by a guy on YouTube named Vic Berger, yes. and that shit is hysterical. Um, and I'll another another thing. Yeah, I can put a couple of those in the show notes. I, I would. I would. The other one that's funny, if you want to look at, that doesn't take any editing at all to be hysterical, is uh, um, he has someone come on this infomercial for the Baker Buckets and sing a song. Oh, yeah. And it's, I, yeah, and it's, I think it's, is it my girl? But mm-hmm. it's like my buckets or whatever. Yeah. And it's yeah. this fucking big fat, it's this fat dude in Hawaiian, like Jimmy oh, Buffett yeah. looking motherfucker, um, singing this song about his, bu- oh, it is fucking incredible. Yeah, that's fucking that, roll that, roll yeah. a fat joint and watch that video and it oh, it's so good. Yeah, that so that video is also featured on. I, I don't know the YouTube uh, video. Uh, it's uh, uh, it's two guys and they actually did a, a Jim Baker uh, Baker bucket t- taste test. They they tasted yeah. a bunch of the food out of the Baker bucket. I'll, I'll put that in the show notes as well. And if, if you if you just Google Jim Baker food bucket song, there's it's the so first much thing stuff that comes yeah. up. It's um, incredible. Shay, did you yes, know yeah. uh, Robert Robert um, Evans just did a two-parter on Jim Baker? 
Uh, no, I did not know yeah, that. So that's I, a good uh, one. Yeah, yeah, that's a good. I'll one. have to listen to that. I stopped L- listening listen to, to, to behind. I, I stopped listening to his his podcast after he had like a six part series or whatever that was just him reading his fucking book mm-hmm. as a podcast. So I was like, no, nah, I'm good, and I dropped off. But I'll, I'll yeah, maybe I should revisit. Behind the Bastards is really good, but you actually have to hate the people he he's hating. Like when he does some like weird. Yeah. It, let's be clear here. He's kind of a self-righteous douchebag sometimes. Like, yeah, like yeah. I he, get it. I get it. White people are bad. I get it. Men are bad. Well, but he also thinks it. he's like, a lot funnier than he is. But we've yeah, talked that about is, that before. And that's kind of part of why I like it. Yeah. Because like definitely not as, yeah. His subject matter has to align with who you hate. So, like, me personally, yes, I love yes. it when he goes after, I love it when he does uh, several on, like, these, um, you know, uh, you know, like like Jim Baker. Douchebag, televangelist, complete hypocrite, yeah. right? Yeah, yep. he did. Um, oh God, the the um, the the lady. I never made... thought about that. How much you enjoy that really depends on how many. Like, if he if he's covering someone you hate specifically, like oh, he's yeah, a great. Yeah. It's a great show. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Like like whenever he did Alex Jones, I was like, oh, I hate Alex Jones. This is gonna be great. Um, but when yeah. he does like some weird church and you know, uh, uh, you know Switzerland that you know I don't know like shoots jelly beans up your butt like okay I don't care about that like it might be really interesting it might be something yeah but if you're not familiar with the the target of his behind the bastards episode it's kind of a wash so but but yeah. like I said when it lines up with your uh, your uh, your shit it's fun um, so we talked a little bit about like what our current stay-at-home orders are um so just to review uh we are it's uh we're recording this uh, like i said may may 11th and um currently we have in the u.s 1.3 million cases 1,385,834 cases 81,795 deaths the recovered number doesn't make any sense because we don't know who all has the fucking virus yet and uh, we um, have had oh if you if you, if in in a different sense that's over twenty seven nine elevens twenty thousand four hundred thirty one Benghazis, and if you want to translate it in something other people get mad at me when I do that I post that every time it changes people are like I really don't like you you know equating a virus to a, a terrorist attack it's like well how about if I say that it's over forty thousand years of congressional hearings if this was a Democrat president does that make does that make you feel better they're like. Well, see where you're going with that, but I don't like it. Like, I didn't ask. Yeah. Well, the other thing too is I had some. I, I can't remember which one of my friends. Uh, well, friend. Well, I'm, you can't see this as a as a podcaster, but I'm giving air quotes. One of my friends had seen that on my Facebook and was like, "I don't understand that. That's stupid." And I was like, "Well, I mean, the other side of that is, is there's still a lot of people out there that uh, treat coronavirus as not a big deal and a hoax. One or the one and or the other, and." Mm. Uh, they just act like it's nothing. Yet when 9/11 happened, it was the end-all, beat-all of disasters. Nothing could compare to or before or ever, and there was nothing else to talk about. So by relating it to saying like, okay, you say this is bullshit, but it, it is equivalent to 80 of these things you freaked out about. Yeah, like it's a, it's a good it's a good way to say just put perspective on it. And well, then, the and, way the way I told me he it. didn't understand, and I just got mad. Yeah, well, uh, the way I phrase it to people is that it it's the best way to point out the rage hypocrisy of the Republican party, you know, they, they're very, they're very careful about what they want to rage about. And, you know, if I point that out, they're like, well, that's not fair. Well, Justin, believe it or not, I'm pretty sure we haven't said this yet on the podcast, but can you, and again, I don't like the, what about ism, but it is fun to dally in that, you know, yeah, uh, water sometimes just dip your toe in there. Uh, can you imagine 
their reaction if the numbers were exactly the same except Obama was president? Oh, oh yeah. my God. Well, oh, every, the, the Republicans would be storming the White House with torches. Every time I post... Will not replace us. Yeah. Yeah, basically, yeah. <laughs> screaming, <laughs> screaming blood and soil. Yeah. Um, but, and like every time I post those numbers, and I, I do it, it's just a screenshot on my phone. I do a quick little bit of math and see how many 911s or, and basically I just wait, like, I know what the, you know, the 2,000, 2,996 people died in 911. We're not trying to, you know, we're not trying to belittle that at all. We're just, we're just using hyperbole to point out, you know, yeah. the hypocrisy of the Republican Party. But like, so I just look at the number divided by two nine nine six, and like whenever it hits a, you know, a whole number, I, I take a screenshot and post it. And every time I do that, one of our uh, um, friends on Facebook that you and I clown on a lot will say his name. Uh, I'll say his name rhymes with uh, Ron Devins. Um, he uh, he posts about how in like ten fucking years ago. Uh, H1N1, there were like 60 million people that were infected with H1N1, but nobody called for, nobody said that Obama was shitty. I'm like, yeah, because right now there's like six times so many people have died from that. Like, Obama also didn't go on national TV and go, I take no responsibility at all. Like, he also didn't go on national TV and be like, all right, it's good. We took care of it. Yeah. It's so fucking amazing how, how the, it's just a cognitive dissonance there that's, that's amazing. But, um, so currently, Speaking of, it's not, you know, like you said, it's no big deal. It's overblown. Um, the White House is really trying to push that. Donald Trump's stance right now is that because the economy has taken it straight in the pills, uh, unemployment right now is at 14.7%. There's over 20 million Americans that are unemployed. First quarter GDP was negative 4.8% growth. Um, and that was, and you have to imagine that this shit only happened in March, so two-thirds of that quarter was pretty much business as usual. Then we shut it down. So second quarter GDP is going to be even worse than that. Um, so Donald Trump's focus now is like, hey, we did a good job. We've solved this problem. Open everything the, back, everything the fuck back up, and i got to get the economy back on its feet, or I'm completely fucked in 2020. Well... Uh, we've all seen that Donald Trump does not wear a mask. He refuses to wear a mask because he feels that he would look stupid in a mask. Um, this is one. Cha- this is one point in time. I it's believe not the mask that makes him look stupid. Well, I was going to agree with him that he will look stupid in a mask. Um, well, if he, if he if he wears a mask, anything like he wears a fucking tie or a suit, it's going to be three times sizes too uh, fucking big. He'll re- it'll it'll cover his entire face. <laughs> and the mask see. will come down to like his nipples. Yeah, yeah, it'll be like taking a trash bag over his head. It, it'll be it'll be bad. But yeah, so like he won't wear a mask because he knows, and he's very correct that it would look bad. Like not only would he look dumb, but it would also send the wrong message. It would send the message that hey, this is some shit you got to worry about, because the big orange guy who says this isn't a problem is now wearing a mask. Well, like since- I understand if he wouldn't like not wearing a mask during like. A press conference or, mm-hmm. or, or, or a rally or, you know, something where he is, in theory, if you were doing it right, he's alone on the stage, further right. from six people. Tens of feet up, away know, from Tens everybody. of feet away. That's fine. I get that yeah. because you need to be able to emote. But, like, if it were me, then I would immediately walk off of that stage and put a mask on because I don't know if you've seen a blueprint of the White House, but that shit is not big considering no. the number of staff they have. No. There. Guarantee no. you if they're there, people are bumping shoulders. There's, you know, they're, 
you know, it's yeah, it's and that and that's not that's not a, not even the, the the Trump administration. That's just there's a lot of fucking people in the White House. Right. There's a lot of people in the White House. I mean, you've noticed like very clearly you pointed out like uh, Andrew Cuomo when he does his his press conference, he's not wearing a mask. But when he's talking to like the doctor, she's clearly eight or ten feet away down the like down the table. Like, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm with you. If Donald Trump wants to make a speech, you know, or do you know something, you don't have to wear a mask. But he's not wearing a mask at all. And then he lied about it. He went to some tr- uh, some mask facility in um, uh, Arizona, I believe it was, and he was like, "Oh no, I wore a mask." Like you know, you're on fucking camera, right? Like we got we got a picture of you walking around without a mask on. And he said, well, they told me I didn't have to wear a mask on the floor because nobody had to wear a mask on the floor. Trump was the only motherfucker. Well, actually, I take that back. Every, uh, all of the workers had masks on. But since Trump said he wasn't going to wear a mask, all the people that were walking around with him, they said they wouldn't wear a mask either. Yeah. And I would have looked him right in the face and said, fuck you, and I put a mask over. I'd have tried to put one on him. I've been chasing him around. Like, come here, come here, come here. Stand still. Mr. President, stand still. Um, but yeah, so he's lying about it, whatever. I get it. He can't put the mask on because it'll make him look like this is actually an issue. But at the same time, we've had a couple of cases pop up in the White House. Shay, have you noticed this? So I haven't really scoured. Yep. The, I haven't scoured the news much today. But just off the top of my head, we got Stephen Miller's wife. Now, first of all, God bless her for taking that bullet for everybody, for women out there. Stephen Miller's wife. She is Trump's press secretary. She tested positive for COVID nineteen. Uh, Ivanka Trump's personal assistant tested positive for COVID-19. Trump's valet, who handles and serves him his food, tested positive for COVID-19. Now, here's a little side thing that I, that I learned. Um, the valets in the White House are an elite military unit. I think they're all Marines. Um, I really like the idea that if you show up at the White House and try to fuck with the president, the kitchen staff will kick your ass. Really like that idea. Like yeah. you're, just over, you're just over there yeah. getting the absolute shit stomped out of you by the sous chef. I like that idea a lot. Okay, and also the top Navy Admiral just tested positive for COVID-19, and I'm pretty sure he had a meeting with Trump yesterday. So, like, I think it's only a matter of time before Trump gets fucking COVID-19, and I don't know what to, I don't know what to think about that. On one hand, ha-ha, but on the other hand, yeah. like, goddamn, like, oh, it, it could be so bad. It could be so bad because, A, I don't want anybody to die. I'll, I'll tell you this. I don't want anyone to die. Um, you know, but on the other, uh, well, trying to get what's the word? Fuck, what's the word? I'm trying to m- martyr. I think, like, and it, this is a selfish ass reason. Like, on a personal level, I do not give two. Sh- I don't want Donald Trump to die, but I don't give two shits if he's alive or dead. Just like I don't care about any other huge people in power that I've never met before. I don't like or alive or dead, but I don't want him to die. What I worry about is if he dies from this and somehow becomes a martyr. That's a whole different can of worms. And that would be a really weird situation. Yeah, well, I fuck, I don't know. You've got people that refer to him as a god king now, so. Yeah, that would be a really weird situation. I I think that, I mean, it's just, to me, it just seems inevitable that he might catch COVID-19 because of how many, like you just said, the White House is not a big space. There's a lot of people in there. I mean, all you have to do is turn, tune into any one of the of the COVID nineteen briefings that they did, you know, previously, and you can see how small that press room is. And um, 
they even have done like half capacity. Like everybody's like six or eight chairs away from each other now. And only yeah. half the press corps shows up on a given day. And it's funny that, you know who the, the one press uh, agency who has violated that over and over again is that OAN. OAN yeah, of course, of course they have. Yeah. They just fucking show up and like, you know, well, hey, Justin, they... I'm not sure if you know this, but true Patriots can't get COVID-19. Yeah. Well, tell that to the Navy Admiral. <laughs> fucking got it he, he wasn't a patriot that's i mean yeah, that's, I guess. that's a right. lot like like yo dude if i drown this witch and she dies she wasn't a witch but if she lives she was a witch so yeah so like during all this donald trump keeps saying that we are number one in testing and we are not we are not number one in testing yes we have done more tests than any other country in the world but if you, but you have to adjust that shit for our population like yeah we have done more testing than Italy, but our population is almost six times what Italy's population is. So per capita, we're like three or four, depending on the day, you know. So he keeps saying that, but and and I want to I want to play this and just Trump, for per, just for a reference, Italy's population is six point three million. Well, I don't know much about and it. Our Does population talk about is three point thirty. Well, I don't know much about it. Does anybody so, want to talk? Yeah. Well, I don't know much about. I don't trust multiplication. I need to see the facts. Yeah, no, it's and Six you're right. Times. right. There's a bunch of I, I can show you a bunch of plots that'll that'll, that'll nice show you the math same libtard. Thing. All right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's I been my new favorite joke when my friends show up to the dog park. I'm like, nice, nice math, Democrat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, and I, then like I, this one guy, this one guy was like, hell yeah, and then we all looked at him and we're like, no, <laughs> like you are <laughs> yeah. not a part of this. I was yeah. shut up. You're not part of this inside joke. No. Yeah, shut um, up. But um. Yeah, oh, I, my, one of my favorite things right now is when somebody posts a bunch of statistics. I'm like, math is just a bunch of liberal bullshit. Yeah, bullshit. And, and, <laughs> nice and like, math, and liberal. Like, <laughs> what's funny is people will like my comment that don't know me or know what I do. Yeah, you know, yeah, that's like, the best. Yeah, yeah, they just missed it. Um, I, I did that which, to somebody at the bar one time where I was talking about how much I like Donald Trump. And then some apparently as I walked away to go to the bathroom, the guy leaned over to one of my friends who was like, yo, that guy's pretty cool. And he goes, dude, you have never met someone more full of shit than that man. Do not trust <laughs> yeah, the word yeah. that comes out of his mouth. <laughs> well, case in point this morning, Rachel made me delete it this morning. First thing in the morning I put, um, because it was, uh, or actually yesterday, I'm sorry. Um, because it was mother's day. I put on Facebook, I said, I have a mother. She knows who she, who she is. That's all I'm going to say about that. Yeah, and Rachel said it was rude as shit, and she made me delete it. And I was like, "Yo, oh, your what? wife censors your Facebook." Yeah, whoa, whoa, well, yeah, whoa. <laughs> the other, the other reason I deleted it is because a lot of people didn't get the joke. They thought I was like, <laughs> they thought I was estranged from our mom. Oh, they're that's like, amazing! They I would have rode that. <laughs> they like, were yeah. doing little cry faces, like, "Oh, I'm so sorry to hear that, Justin." I'm like, "Oh, fuck you! I just didn't get it." <laughs> get I would have loved that if mom's just like, "LOL," comment. Yeah. I, I told mom about it when I called her. She's like, "Oh, you should have left." I was like, "No, nah, Rachel's mad at me." Yeah. Um, um, so no, I want to play this for you because this is Donald Trump talking. So we talked about how uh, Stephen Miller's um, Stephen Miller's wife. I think her name is Katie Miller now. Uh, I don't actually. I don't want to assume that she took his last name, but you know, his wife Katie. She tested positive, and this proves that Donald Trump doesn't understand how testing works. He doesn't understand that you could be. He's like, well, fuck it. I just I, we'll just play this. It's it's insane. I, this is the sitting president. Let me see here for Shay. All right, can you see that? Yep. All right, here's Donald Trump being told with Stephen Miller. Um, 
uh, this would be Mike Pence's press secretary, if I'm not mistaken, has just tested positive for COVID-19. Well, I don't know much about it. Does anybody want to talk about it? It's uh, She's a wonderful You're young the press, woman. You should know about it. Uh, Katie, she tested uh, very good for a long period of time, and then the all of a sudden today she tested positive. Uh, she hasn't come into contact with me. She spent some time with uh, the vice president. Uh, it's, uh, I believe, the press person, right? You'd say press person. Uh, so uh, she tested wife. positive out of the blue. This is why the whole concept of tests aren't necessarily great. The tests are perfect, but something can happen between a test where it's good and then something happens and all of a sudden she was tested uh, very recently and tested negative. And then That's today, the whole point of a test! Yeah! She tested positive. What Donald Trump is just explaining there is that you tested one day and you did not have COVID-19 and then the thing that happened was you contracted COVID-19 and then you took another test and you're positive. Don't tell me this guy is not a fucking idiot. Yeah, like, don't. Yeah. You can tell me you like him. That's fine. I, well, I don't know if I understand that, but I know what to think. I acknowledge that. But don't tell me you're like, oh, he's really smart. I'm like, no, yeah. not even a little bit. Yeah, Donald Trump just proved that he does not know what testing means. Yeah, like, yeah, like he makes it sound like it's a bad thing to test positive. I mean, well, he, it is, but you know well, what I mean? Yeah, it like, it's like, you have say, by, by, well, by his logic, if you could test positive, you might test positive, so you shouldn't be tested. Right. Which, because well, that he, looks bad. No, he has said that exact thing. He has said that exact thing in a different clip I, I don't have with me. But he has basically said, yeah, no, he's basically said, uh, listen, if we do a lot of testing, we're going to come up with a lot of positive results. And that's going to make us look bad. Yeah, yeah. No, and, that, it's like, well. And he's. And he said the same yeah. thing about the uh, Princess Cruise ship that was off the coast of, I want to say Florida. I could be wrong there. But he basically said, like, hey, I don't think it's fair if we let those people off the boat and suddenly our numbers go up because they all had COVID. Like, what the fuck? I mean, you know, this is interesting because, you know, this is the same. I'm trying to think how to phrase this. This is him running the country like a business, which is exactly what he said oh, he yeah. would do. Um you don't want bad numbers, you know, like, you know, you, you, you're managing, you know, and, and, you know, you would have like, oh, okay, so I'm when I was managing a customer service department, you would have somebody say like, okay, we need a report on these numbers, and then you run the report, and it looks bad. So maybe you change the parameters of the report a little bit, and don't tell anybody. Um, uh, you know, it, it's, it's, it's that kind of business mentality, because at the end of the day, when you run a business, what matters is the bottom line. And in this case, the bottom line, air quotes, is low test numbers. It's saying, yeah, hey, we, yeah. we, you know, he's not going to say it, you know, well, you know, we've tested very low with COVID-19 numbers. And then someone goes, well, that's because you haven't, you haven't tested anybody. It's like saying, I well, get that was great, the entire, yeah, like I get great gas mileage in my, yeah, I get great gas mileage in my car. Like, well, yeah, but you don't drive. Yeah. Like, well, I, yeah, that, no, West Virginia is the same thing. I don't think they ever ramped up their testing. Well, they have now. They have now. They have, have ramped they? up their yeah. testing. But West Virginia has such a low population compared to other states that it was easy to test a wider uh, percentage yeah, of the population. Yeah, that's a very good point. Yeah. Uh, so for the longest time, everybody was like, ha ha, no cases in West Virginia. And I was like, but you've tested 13 people. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and, and like, see. what was it? There was a, sto a story, and I know this is anecdotal evidence, but the, the first positive test in West Virginia, they lost his test results. Really? Yeah, like they they like they tested him, they lost him, then they found him, they're like, oh fuck, you're positive. 
wow, there are almost as many people in Denver as there are in the entire. There's about eight hundred thousand people in the, in Denver. There are only one point seven million people in West Virginia. Yeah, yeah, no. Like, I mean, almost air quotes. I mean, that's like, damn, I yeah. damn, I feel like I should have known that. I thought it was. Like I was. Two I always thought million. it was one point three. I always thought. It was I always thought it was two. But nah. fuck, that's yeah. wow. That's yeah. Well, the, yeah. hey, the place but, I spent twenty six years in, I don't fucking know anything about. Go figure. Oh well. That's all right. We should teach more civics. It's fine. Yeah, that's true. Uh, those are statistics that change. It's fine. You, you, you know. Um, uh, okay. So yeah. So like that's the thing. And, and like you said, Shay, um, Donald Trump is is a salesman. He's not a businessman. Like that's the thing. Is like he sold people on the idea he was a businessman. And even in his book, he he says like you know everybody loves a quote. He's like, hey, listen, just tell the lie. Tell the biggest lie you can. Keep telling it. Play into their insecurities. Play into their fantasies. And by the time they realize you're lying. You're already gone with their money, so you didn't yeah. Shit. So yeah, so like he's gonna sell, like 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 I said before, he's trying to sell the fact that we're past this whole COVID nineteen thing. We should open everything up, and states like Texas and and South Carolina and Georgia are opening everything up. And every day they stay open like this, there's thousands and thousands more cases of COVID nineteen. Like it's just fucking math, right? And but Donald Trump is going to try to sell America on, on the idea. Excuse me, that. This is all over, which is going to be really hard to the people that are fucking living it. You know, if you're going to if the if you're a uh, uh, supporter of the president and he tells you that there's nothing you got to worry about and then your grandmother dies, you're like, well, well I, I pretty got something to worry about over here. That fucking happened. You know, so we'll see. I mean, we're, we're, we're a ways out from 2020. It's probably not going to get better. Like I said, the economic numbers are going to be like complete shit going forward but the other thing i want to talk about and i don't know if you paid attention to this is apparently general flynn is not guilty of the thing he pled guilty for twice you're muted he's twice twice guilty so twice two guilty please. two times do you Dose. know how many times i pleaded guilty to stuff well zero well, that's not true. Under a court of law, <laughs> he is. Some the antics. official record will show. Yes, yeah. sir. Spin works so, both ways. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, on on May seventh, the last Thursday, we're like I said, recording this Monday, May eleventh. On last Thursday, uh, Attorney General Barr announced that the Department of Justice was going to drop all charges against Michael Flynn. Um, the problem here is that in December of two thousand seventeen. Uh, General Flynn, General Michael Flynn, pled guilty to making false statements to the FBI. And like Shay said, twice. And he lied to, what he did is he lied to the, the uh, incoming vice president, uh, Mike Pence, about his contacts with Russia. Now, the thing I didn't drill down on that I, I don't, I really need to do more research on before we talk about it here. But so he lied about who he was talking to uh, in Russia and how much they were paying him to be a, you know, a, a confidant or an informant or whatever. Yes. And so he lied about that, but he also lied about his contacts with some people in the Turkish government. And there's a story out there that, and this is I I'll, I want again I want to look into this more in more detail before we 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 really hash it out. But there's a story slash rumor out there that the Turkish government was trying to have Flynn arranged to have um uh, somebody. There's there's a Turkish um religious leader that's like living in Maine somewhere that the Turks want just murdered because he hates their government. And Flynn was apparently arranging to just have that guy oust, like just, just nabbed and taken to Turkey to be murdered. Like that's a thing out there. Like that's a rumor. That's an insane rumor that I need to drill down on and figure out. But like, I've heard yeah. that on several different places. I'm like, really? 
So yeah, so man, that's that put, is put a, a put a pin yeah, in that. That and is we'll, a, we'll get to that later. That is a classic example. And I was talking about this, and it, at the core at the core of it, there are two types of people. There's the type of people who will see something and go, "Okay, that's true," and then there's the type of person, and you and I, I feel fall into this category where you go, "Huh, I'm not saying that's not true." Saying but that's I'm insane. saying that's fucking crazy, and I understand that truth is often stranger than fiction, but I'm going to need you to cite your sauce, because yeah. I don't know if I buy that, and it's just one of those things. Citation that, needed, motherfucker. Yeah, dude, because that's so insane, and I have heard that about the kidnapping and all that shit before. Um, I, you know, I want to believe it because fuck that guy, but, but yeah, I, I'm, not guy, sure, yeah. I'm not sure if I do. That's always I'm like, really? Like, well, but when it came up that he lied about like Turkish context too, I was like, er? you know, what was that? Okay. But all right, well, we'll, we'll, I will dive it. I swear to God, Shay, I will, I will drill into that and hopefully Snopes will tell me I'm full of shit too. So, but yeah, anyway, that's... the thing we do know is that he lied to the president, uh, the vice incoming vice president, Mike Pence about his contacts with Russia. And actually, I think the New York Magazine, which is a liberal rag, I'm not going you know, to deny that. It's liberal as fuck. There's, there's complete bias there, so calm down, everybody. But they had the best like opening paragraph. And it said, and the title of the article was, um, Trump's DOG says it can't prove the thing Michael uh, Flynn, uh, uh, I'm sorry, it can't prove uh, Michael Flynn committed the crime he confessed to. Yeah. And then, yeah. And, and, and then, and then the first paragraph is the Department of Justice drops all charges against Michael Flynn Thursday, saying it did not believe it could prove the former White House um, National Security Advisor was guilty of making false statements to the FBI. Despite the fact that in December of 2000, Michael Flynn pleaded guilty to making false statements to the FBI. Yeah. Now, how does this affect the legal record? So, like, if you're on record as pleading guilty to it then are you still like how does that you know what i mean like, okay. how does that work so so neither of us are legal experts yeah i don't know That's... yeah so but what i have what i have read so far is We're that one dumb. one the um department of justice uh the person so the reason this was dropped is because uh last week i think last thursday like i think the same day maybe the the wednesday a lot of transcripts between a um, and the transcripts were between a Mary B. McCord, um, who was um, worked at the Department of Justice. Um, a lot of transcripts were dropped. They were, you know, declassified or released to public. However, you want to describe that. Um, and those transcripts described a conflict between the Department of Justice and the FBI on how to approach interviewing uh, Michael Flynn. The Department yeah. of Justice apparently the Department of Justice apparently has uh, a list of protocols uh, to you know protocols hoops whatever you want to call them that you should jump through before you are going to interview a uh, official in the White House. Now the FBI just said fuck it and they went and interviewed him. The interview happened at his house. He was he was well aware of it. He had counsel present. There was no like sting operation. Yeah, like it happened at his own goddamn office. You know, it's not like they like wiretapped it or something and in those interviews he lied to the fbi now right after flynn did that or i'm sorry right after Barr dropped the chart excuse me the next day mary b mccord she did a uh she posted a um opinion piece in the, in the new york times and she basically says that um, those the that those records that were released the reports that you're talking about in no way did she say like hey 
Michael Flynn should be let go. Like, there was no constitutional problem here. She just said, like, yeah, there was a conflict between the Department of Justice and the FBI. The FBI just went and did it. Maybe they broke some protocols, but, and this is a quote, in short, the report of my interview does not anywhere suggest that the FBI's interview of uh, Michael Flynn was unconstitutional, unlawful, or not tethered to any legitimate counterintelligent purpose. So that's what they're saying. The, the Department of Justice bar is really, in my opinion, jumping the shark here, and he's saying, hey, listen, there was no reason to interview him at all. Um, they interviewed him. That interview was not tethered to any other counterintelligence uh, investigation. And it was unconstitutional and everything. The person who they are quoting there says bullshit. He's twisting my words out, out of out of out of Get context. Down. Now, to your question, what does this mean? Well, the Department of Justice can drop the charges. I mean, Barr doesn't give a shit whether he you know he's going to do whatever Donald Trump wants. We've clearly yeah. seen that. So he drops the charges, but it's still up to the judge and Shay. I will get hammer drunk on the day where the judge says fuck it you're still doing three years and then trump uh pardons him before 5 p.m yeah because that's what happened yeah yeah absolutely yeah the judge all this does is take trump out of the equation to make a very unpopular pardon that's all it does yeah yeah but it's i don't don't know here's here's what here's what i here's what I'm, i'm hoping for years from now when he's not uh-huh. the president, you know, right? Be it in November, or January, or January, whenever the hell they officially take office, or God forbid, another four years. Um, January twentieth is when. Yeah, yeah, January twentieth. Uh, I cannot wait to see the book or tell-all interview or whatever documentation that comes out that says like that was like, oh yeah, yo, Trump was on the down low working this out for Flynn because he knew he couldn't pardon him. So these are all the like memos. Secret oh, yeah, memos yeah, yeah. he set yeah. so that he could get Flynn off the hook is yeah like that's gonna be fun. There's gonna well, be a lot already, of yeah. They've already talked about you know the, the the people that that I mean Rachel Maddow interviewed like three people that had had spent decades in the Justice Department. They're like this is insane. Um, blah blah blah. That this shouldn't have happened. But then later they're like, and you know what? There's a statute of limitations on this for five years. So if Trump doesn't win this, Flynn might still go to jail. <laughs> that would be like, oh, awesome. Yeah, <laughs> <be sweet>. yeah. <laughs> like he fucking <laughs> he 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 uh he gets out of jail and then Biden wins. He's like, hey, bud, why don't you come over here? I'm gonna talk to you for a second. <laughs> yeah. Guess what? Funny yeah, story. Funny story about that uh, getting yeah. out of jail thing you've got going on here. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Shay. You got you got another like 15 minutes to talk about some fun stuff. Yes. All right. Well, only take a pause for the calls. I'm gonna get get some beer, and then we'll uh for we'll sure. talk about. Well, I, I, we have to discuss Underwater and some other things. Hey, fuck you. I love that movie. <laughs> We're going to set the... I'm going to set the tone for an adult discussion now. Fuck you. <laughs> fuck I'm your opinion. All, I'm open to all ideas. Fuck I'm you. Like, fuck you. <laughs> Except yours. Megatron must be stopped. No matter the cost. <laughs> You got the touch. You got the power. Yeah. All right, let's fire this up. Woo. I, t- I texted them and told them eight thirty at the end, But all right, this is this is one of those things where like these guys were trying to get me to buy this game and play it for fucking months. So I said, all right, eight o'clock tonight, I'll do it. Fuck off. 
Actually, well, anyway, it looks really cool. We're back. We got some beers. And when I say I'm going to go get a beer, I mean a pitcher of beer. Uh, so I got another pitcher of beer. That's why this, this shit gets a little loose towards the end because I've had at least two pitchers of beer usually. And I, and every time you don't hear Shane talking, he's usually smoking. Well, and the other thing to keep in the factor is like I don't drink pitchers of beer because I just physically can't drink that much beer because the beers I like are a little heavier. So that's why we have oh, yeah. a bottle of whiskey. Which there is, you go. Or uh, brain juice. <laughs> brain juices. Yes. <clears throat> All right, so... We talked a little bit about this before we actually got started about the news of the day. We we did a deep dive on what we thought was a good or a bad dubbing, which, you know, there's a reason we have an outline, and that's to ignore it. Yep. Yep, 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 yep. But now we're at the part of the show where we like to talk about the fun stuff that's getting us through um, quarantine. And for starters, I would be so goddamn remiss if I didn't bring up the fact that today, March 11th, I'm sorry, May 11th. May 11th is Leroy Jenkins Day. Oh, is it? Now, Did you ever even who, play WoW? I played it for like 20 minutes and I said, this sucks. Yeah. So, for those of you who don't know, back in the day, uh, May 11th, 2005, a guy uh, was playing World of Warcraft. So, this is this is like, a lot of people playing now. Like, the World of Warcraft still a thing, right? Am I, am I wrong? <clears throat> it's still out there, right? People play this game. Shea Woods? Nah. I mean, it's a thing, right? What, Warcraft? Yeah. I, I've, I'm told. I did. I, I was into it for about six months, but I, I ran into... um, uh, I, I ran into issues with... Uh, uh, I, I, it's the same thing I have happened with every MMO out there. Um, It's just... It's no, I I, 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 I always I get super into it and right. and then I start to do I get bored with it or I do other stuff. Um and that's about the cusp of how long a game right. will maintain. But, it, but my people interest. still play this. It's still oh there, yeah, right? it's huge. Yeah, okay. still huge. Right. It's, it's so, still like a juggernaut. Yeah, okay. So in two thousand and five there was a party getting ready for the next encounter and a player named Ben Schultz, his uh screen name is Leroy Jenkins, was AFK and the whole team is just planning their strategy. And then he arrives and goes buck nuts, and it it is the best, like one of the best video game moments uh, that that is out there. And I want to play a little bit of this because the nerdiness in this is so much fun because you get to listen to what it sounds like to actually play a game like this. And uh, so here we go. So here's everybody. So, you know, it's just audio, but you can hear all these guys nerding out. Okay, guys, uh, these eggs have given us a lot of trouble in the past. Uh, <laughs> does anybody need anything off this guy, or can we bypass him? Uh, I think Leroy needs something from this guy. <laughs> oh, did he, so he needs like devout shoulders? Isn't he a paladin? Yeah, but that'll help him heal better. He'll have more mana. Christ. Okay, uh... Well, what we'll do... Are we really going to watch this I'll whole goddamn first, thing? Nah, uh, I'll gather like up all 20, the eggs like, so we can kind of just you know, right blast them all down with AoE. Um, I will use Intimidating so Shout sorry. to kind of scatter them so we don't have to fight a whole bunch of them at once. So uh, when my Shout's done, uh, I'll need Anthony to come in and drop his Shout too uh, so we can keep them scattered and not have to fight too many. Um, when his second, is done, Bass, of course, will need to run in and do the same thing. Uh, we're going to need divine intervention on our mages, uh, so they can uh, AE, uh, so we can, of course, get them down fast, because we're bringing all these guys, I mean, we'll be in trouble if we don't take them down quick. Uh, I think it's a pretty good plan, and we should be able to pull it off this time. Uh, what do you think, Abdul? Can you give me a number crunch real quick? 
Uh, yeah, give me a sec. I'm coming up with yeah, so 32 what the point should do is three, three, uh, about repeating, of course, percentage no, 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 of survival. Oh, that's a lot there better than we usually do. Uh, Alright, comes up. Ready, guys, Let's or... do this. Leroy Dragons! <laughs> oh my god, he just <laughs> ran in. Save him! As, as, as an audio medium, that doesn't mean anything to anybody. Yeah, so like right there, this guy, like he just comes off AFK. And he screams Leroy Jenkins, and it's awesome. And then he goes in, and he gets his ass whooped, and the whole party gets their ass whooped. And um, I would love to play the whole, like, two and a half minutes of it, because at the end, they're just like, God damn it, Leroy, you fucking moron. And then it's just all these guys getting annihilated. And it was it was so a 2005 moment, and that happened today. And Shay, you're going to listen to it, because I made you. So, ha! There you go. I wish everybody could see Shay's totally not excited face. Yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> Fuck off. So anyway, uh, so Shay watched Underworld, or no, it's not Underworld. God, I'm stupid. Underwater. This is the Kristen, Chris, ugh, Kristen Stewart uh, Underwater movie where there's a... Yum! Uh, uh, she's not, she, I'm not going to say, Yum. I would not kick her, I would not kick her out of bed for eating crackers. Yep. But she, uh, the movie starts, they're in an underwater drilling rig. Uh, something goes boom, and then they got to crawl through a lot of tunnels. Uh, I honestly think there is zero character development here. There's no reason to give a shit about any of these people. But there was a Leviathan at the end, so I was happy. Fucking, it was Cthulhu, man. Like, the one and only. Like I think that's a jump. Uh, that's what the director said. He's like, yo, that was Cthulhu, because it's like... And then if you can read these interviews with him, like... There's all these Lovecraft themes that run through the, the movie. Now, I'm not saying they're the best. It's the best executed Lovecraft themes I've ever seen. But a go. lot of that movie is very Lovecraftian in the sense that it's they're, it's they're alone. They're moving through the dark. There's something in the abyss that you can't quite see coming after you. And then at the end, bam, Cthulhu, he smashes your shit. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's, there like so so the entire movie there like the you know it's it's a lot like the abyss which I think is a much better movie. Oh yeah, for sure. Let me be yeah. clear. Let's, let's be clear. <laughs> I, I I feel this disclaimer is important. This is a boring ass movie. <laughs> like, yeah, okay. Like, okay. Well, I'm not saying I was on the edge of my seat for this shit. I'm saying I loved it. I paused it multiple times. I took a couple breaks, but. I watched it and I really, really enjoyed it, but it is a boring movie because okay, so, you know. So this yeah, this yeah, is yeah, where sure. <laughs> this is where Shay and I were arguing. Like we, we were messing each other on Facebook. He was like, "No, no, it's awesome." I was like, "Dude, no, there was like because you're dropped into it. There's like five characters. You barely even know their names. Then, like, I could not six. tell you a single one of their names. Oh no, no, start. like the the like the 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 fuck the rig is like shaking water seeps in and so like you know well that's bad because you're underwater and then they all get in suits and walk across the ocean floor to get to the other rig Sweet. and you're like okay cool now that monster's gonna eat everybody and i'll be entertained but that monster's basically grabbed them and pulled them around like a dog love it like playing with his favorite toy and like it is really, I, yeah so it was definitely dies for a while yeah it was it was definitely advertised as like a monster movie which is right I mean, yes, it, it, there it was. was. Yeah, it was, but it was a slow fucking burn one. Um, but this is something you should—you may not even know this about me. Uh, uh, about to drop some truth bombs. Uh, I have uh, a weird. Is this a Woodscast info blast? This is a Woodscast info blast. High alert, high priority. 
I don't know what it is, but I fucking love just about any movie that is based around people in some sort of contraption stuck on the bottom of the ocean. Uh, you know, oh, they're fun. Abyss, it's fun. It's a... uh, Sphere. That that the, the movie is Sphere not a good, good. adaptation. It is a fun movie. Terrible book adaptation. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah uh, the the, the nineteen eighty nine movie Leviathan. That shit Leviathan. is not good, yeah, yeah. but I love it. Um, I don't yeah. know what it is about that. So it was it was so, it was just so much fun to watch this. And plus, well, it's 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 very much the same yeah. reason that that people um, are creeped out by spiders because they're so alien to us. The the that environment is alien to us personally. So like as as you know, humans that breathe air. So like you can throw any monster down there and you're like fuck. I don't know. It could be yeah. down there. Like yeah, whatever. It's fun. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, so first. <laughs> So I suggested this to a bunch of my friends to watch, and they came at about 50-50, like, yo, that was really boring. And then, like, a few of them were like, this shit was awesome. I was like, yeah, yeah. this guy gets it. No, it's... But, but, like, they kept the, the, which the, the, our, our movie discussion led us to the idea that, you know, it's at the bottom of the Mariner, uh, Mariana Trench, but we want we would love to see it. Uh, oh, hold on. I, I don't mean to interrupt you, but how many of them said Marinara? Well, that was the point. Is somebody did <laughs> accidentally say Marinara, and I was like, yo, that is the best name for an Italian restaurant ever, the Marinara Trench. Are oh, you yeah, fucking yeah. kidding me? <laughs> You've got yeah. your signature dish could be like eight gallons of pasta and a big like ceramic trench called the Marinara Trench. It'd be so good. Yeah, I'm looking great. for investors. If anybody wants to throw some yeah. money at this idea, yeah, it's not going to yeah, go sure. well, but we're going to have a good ride. <laughs> yeah, um, we're going to get fat doing it. That's what's nope. going to happen. Um, but no, yeah, it's 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 a slow burn. It was uh, actually a very uh, visibly fun movie to watch because it it, it did have some good special effects. The monsters towards the end were pretty cool because, like, when she finally when they're walking across the uh, the ocean floor. And they like they kind of walk under what they think is like a nesting ground for the monsters, and one of them like just reaches down and, and plucks one up, and they like try starts to swallow her whole. Like that yeah. was cool, because they, the monsters look like very tall, very thin humanoid. Yeah, things, you know. and you know one of the and, things I liked about that too is uh, if you pay attention when you're watching the movie. Um, they do a lot of shit like this where like there's a lot of scenes early on where they're dealing with wreckage and things like that and on the periphery of the screen you can see a vaguely humanoid shape standing like up on a ledge like in a lot of those panning shots of the uh, of the underwater facility there's like humanoid silhouettes but the arms and legs are too long you can see scattered throughout on there which yeah, you would never yeah. see unless you did what I did which it was just like rewind it and be like what the fuck was that you know um, yeah. but uh uh I again, I like this movie, but the pacing's all wrong. So like, yeah, when they find the baby monster when he shoots it with that nail gun, that's the point when things should have started picking up. So like, they lead you into this position where you think, oh shit, this is where people get eaten, and then it's like another thirty minutes legit before anything interesting happens. Right? Yeah, nothing. And I was telling Shay that like it, that um, the exposition of this movie is done in the opening credits, which yes, leads it, which me to is, believe. Yeah. So, like, while you're watching the opening credits, there's all these news articles and, like, reports are flashed up, like, you know, strange accidents, you know, workers talk about strange things on the, on the ocean floor, you know, all this, you know, that's supposed to break, you know, I guess build suspense, but what, what they really should have done, I, I have to feel like this movie was another 40 minutes long and they cut the fuck out of it, because... I was going to say that, too. I feel like there is a longer R-rated version of this movie. Yeah, yeah, because I think if you just cut out that, that whole bullshit in the opening credits, and then you have, like, a good 15 minutes of them, like, 
suiting up for the next shift, talking to each other about like, hey, you know the guys that left last month said there was some shit down here that they couldn't kill? Like, like bullshit. You know, like, just like that old war story shit and like rumor mill in, in any job. Yeah, like, just do that. And then, but like, like Shane, I talked about the cool, the cool fucking part is like at the end, they realize they're not walking into the nest of like the, the, the monsters. It's actually this, the underarm of a giant Leviathan. Which is I say Leviathan. Fucking cause Cthulhu. Because I, I think, I think calling it Cthulhu is a bit much. I, that is but, like, what the director said. Yeah. But this is giant multi it's cool it's not it's not biped it's like it's like a giant squid with a dragon's head on it or something yeah. like it's basically a whatever picture you want to google of Cthulhu stands up it's the size of the entire facility and it just goes i just I, I do love that scene because then it just starts fucking slamming shit it's like wham with yeah. its fish just punch in and and uh i don't know i it's, it's one of those movies i think where i enjoyed the end so much because i just did not expect that I was like, oh, oh no, okay, no, that cool. was, I was like, oh, word, you know, that was, yeah, that yeah. was out of, that was out of left field. Uh, a, a, a competing, uh, sentiment I could give you is, did you watch any of the remakes of Wrath of the Titan, uh, Wrath of the Titans? Am I saying that right? Uh, no. Yeah, there was like, there were two of them. There's Wrath and of the, the Titans and Clash of the Titans. I think. Okay. Very true. I, I think, uh, I think, because the new ones, they're like the mid 2000s. Right, right, like 2010-ish, yeah, 2005 like that, yeah. or something like that. Um, the aughts. I want, huh? Aughts, the aughts. Aughts, the aughts, yes. The aughts. Um, but in one of them, they have a really great scene. Excuse me, where, of course, they release the Kraken, you know, the classic scene. Yeah. In the 19, what, like, 89 version of it. But the presentation of the Kraken in those that mid-aughts movie was fantastic. And then, of course, they use Medusa's head to kill it real quick. But, like, if you just watch that scene of it coming out of the water and all of its, like, its huge uh, grappling forearms yeah. and all of its tentacles, you watch that scene and you're like, oh, this movie is going to be dope. Um, it is not dope. It's a no, shitty movie. No, I, yeah, I know so enough about that, of that movie to know it's not great. Um, it's not I, good. Yeah, as you say, because I haven't seen it in a minute. I may never have seen this, but I was just watching the... I watched one of them, and then I was like, "Well, I watch this stupid piece of shit. I gotta watch the next." Yeah, one. absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think they were. The, I remember the hope for those from the director was they wanted to do a whole bunch of series of these like this like Greek myth movies, but they just all tanked hard. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. there's. Yeah, it is. It's a uh, Clash to the Titan. Man, there's a lot of these movies that went straight to video. Ooh, that's not good. <laughs> that's not. Yeah, that's yeah. That doesn't sound good. <clears throat> yeah. So yeah, that's fun. You know, watch watch underwater, you know, with a grain of salt. Um, speaking of uh, stupid things that um, are making me happy, uh, the uh, in Destiny Two, I know you don't play Destiny Two, but we had a they started their own stupid ass class warfare in Destiny Two that ends yeah, tomorrow. I had and read I'm about so happy. That. Yeah, yeah. So so in Destiny there are three classes: there's Titans, Warlocks, and Hunters. Um, everybody. Uh, about 60% of the active player base is, war, uh, I'm sorry, hunters. So uh, Destiny decided um, in the middle of a pandemic to literally start a class war. Yeah, no, I saw so, that. It's fun. Yeah. It's so they fun. did a Bungie, thing called... Bungie, that's the yeah, Bungie. Uh, yeah, Bungie. Bungie started a class war. They called it the Guardian Games. So there's all these bounties you can do, whatever. Right after it was announced, everybody was like, well, the hunters are going to win this because there's more of them. Bungie, of course, said... 
uh, no, we're going to wait everything. It's not a big deal. And then day one, the hunters were up by like 2-1. And then after day one, they've never been, they've been a distant third. The Titans are going to win it. And the hunters, it's, it's, it's so petty. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. It's what we need in this time. It is. It is. Is a, it's it's like how it's not what Bungie basically did was take the PlayStation Xbox PC rivalry and put it in one fucking game, and everybody's like, "Well, this sucks now," and everybody's like, uh, "You know." So that was fun. Titans are gonna win. Shay, remember the the game? Speaking of video games, uh, Terminator Resistance that we talked about a while ago. Uh, yes, I never played it. It looked okay. Uh, do you know it's very good? I let's see here. I know it's I have, got I haven't like played really it. good reviews. You're lying to me. It got really good reviews. Nine out of ten. Holy shit! What? Okay, I got yeah. Play so, that so like Shay and I talked about this because we've been talking about Terminator and shit for a while now. And this, I mean, this like, let's be was, clear. Normally, tie-in games are garbage. Like, oh, c- complete garbage. Complete garbage. And it's forty but bucks. Shea, Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, Shay found this and told me about it. I was like, what? I never even heard about this. So I looked at it, and, and when we first talked about it, it hadn't been out yet. No. Then we forgot about it. It came out. And I remember it the other day. I was like, oh, I wonder what that's about. So I Googled it. First of all, I guess they made 18 copies of it because it's super hard to find here in the United States if you don't download it. Like, it's hard to find an actual A physical copy. copy. Yeah. Yeah. So the I bought one for twenty five bucks. It's coming from fucking Italy, I think. Nice. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, it's it's still, even the digital copy is still thirty nine ninety nine. So I don't yeah, damn so, that I mean, is, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna look into this because I would fucking yeah. love to play a good Terminator game. Yeah. So out of nowhere, this 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 uh, uh you know this Terminator game that everybody thought was gonna be garbage. I, I look it up and it's nine out of ten. 10 out of 10. Like, it's got great reviews. And I was as, as fucking flabbergasted as you are, Shay. I was like, no way. Huh. So, yeah. Look into that. And, of course, we have Ghostbusters Remastered. Yup. I haven't started a game in that yet. I'm still working on uh, Days Gone. Do you know that there's a separate Ghostbusters game that came out in 2016 that's like Diablo? Uh, Sanctum of Slime? Nope. No, it's just, okay. it's, just, it's just called Ghostbusters. Came out for Xbox huh. and PlayStation Four. No. I almost bought it by accident. I was like, "Wait a minute! I don't think that's a remastered one." But you got a birthday coming up. You're gonna get this game. It's like five bucks. I'll take. I'll take a look at it. Yeah, that's pretty shitty. Um. All right. Well, you got to go play with your friends. You got other video games to play. I with do. Your friends. I do. I have video game right. engagements. Yes. So let's let's uh, let's wrap this up. Um. Okay, everybody, like I say every fucking time we do this, we hope you enjoy doing, uh, listening to it because we enjoy the shit out of doing it. Um, actually, Rachel says the best part about this podcast is how, how much she can hear we enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. I'm not doing this because people listening to People tell me they enjoy it. I think they're full of shit, but yeah. Yeah. Hey, we love us. I, we are great. We are hilarious. Yes. So, anyway, uh, you should be able to find this anywhere you find your podcasts. Uh, we're SoundCloud, Google Play, iTunes. I'll throw this up on YouTube. Not InfoWars, uh, though. Well, we are everywhere InfoWars is not allowed to be. They did start their own website. It's called Band.Video. <laughs> yes. The, yeah. <laughs> it's very it's very ham-handed, by the way, yes. but whatever. So, you can, uh, as I said, you can find us anywhere you find your podcasts. 
Um, uh, you want to uh, hit us up on Twitter or Facebook. They are both at Woodscast1776. And shoot us an email or uh, a comment question. You want us to cover something, uh, discuss something. It's thewoodscast1776 at gmail.com. And uh, Shay, uh, good talking to you again. Uh, what, what game I are know. we playing after we get off here? Uh, uh, GTFO. Ooh. That is what it is called. It is uh, uh, imagine a uh, um, a game based a four player co op game where you are sent into the hive from the Resident Evil movies to extract technology and not die along the way. It's like a oh, cool. co op survival horror kind. It's from the guys that did the Payday games. Now, I was never a big fan. I, I never really got into the um, Resident Evil games the way you did because I think they came out, you know, just so long when I wasn't, you know, into that. And um, Yeah, you're old. Now, you played Alone in the Dark, which is what Resident Evil ripped off, basically. Oh, it's 100%, 100%. what they ripped off. But uh, now that they're Inspired. remaking all of them, uh, mm-hmm. I will pick them up. And like, Resident just, Evil you know, 2 is absolutely... The, the Resident Evil 2 remake is fucking amazing. Resident Evil 3's remake is not as good, but that also stems from the fact that Resident Evil 3 is just, it's at its core, not as good as the first two. Like, that's, yeah, so. No, they're worth, they're worth a play. It's all, oh, absolutely. And, and get them when yeah. they're on sale for 10 bucks because they're less than yeah. $10 each. They're very yeah. short. Games. Yeah. All right, everybody. Uh, uh, Shay, remember what Captain Hydra says. Season Beats of Production. Season. Season.